Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, a guest guided mapping expedition to the borders of human creativity. I'm John, and this is all my fault. I'm Becha, and this is also totally my fault. <laughs> hey, John, you had a birthday. It's true, I did. And I totally missed I it, did. but hey. I'm going to do penance by apologizing and wishing you a happy birthday on air, as it were. That is so nice. You did not happy need birthday. to do penance of any kind, <laughs> um, but thank you anyway. <laughs> Um, yes, I, well, because I, I didn't actually do um, anything big. I mean, I, I turned thirty-nine, uh, which is you know, it's a it is a multiple of three, which is nice. Um, and but yeah, but no, I didn't, I didn't really do anything. Like Mavis and I went out for a nice dinner, and um, that was really about it. I figure I'm going to do something for forty, but what that is, I have no idea. So I have a year to think it up between. You know, so well. You have a lot of candy booze to make in the next year. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. No, that's a great idea. Throw a party, all candy booze. Somebody's gonna get arrested. <laughs> like minimum, somebody's gonna get arrested that night. That, I uh, am definitely not afraid of the motherfucking police right now. <laughs> that's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna say it. I, I virtually guarantee it actually no that's a great idea oh shit okay okay yes filing that one away um good call besha uh, and how are, how are you doing <laughs> i'm great i uh i moved over the weekend it's now tuesday uh yeah everything is boxes my life is boxes that's uh, everything is boxes <laughs> I, I, pre- I presume that the amount of boxes is slowly lessening as you unpack progressively? Very, very slowly. Do, do you not have anybody motivated to, like, come over and, like, unpack for you? Oh, God, no. I mean, I, I, I know to... that this is going to – that sounds, like, incredibly weird. Even privileged, one might say. But I um, – a couple of times now um, this has happened where, like, Mavis has, has – um, her, her best friend, Maya, is very organized mm-hmm. and – um, when, whenever they move, I like they, like they just, they unpack right away. And indeed, when we moved into this two bedroom, uh, Maya unpacked our kitchen for us because nice. I mean, Mavis was pregnant and you know, like, yeah. but yeah, like she just, she just did it. Like you do. I think what you need is, 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 is a friend who's just sort of like, you know what? Nah, I got this. What I, what I really need is to not constantly be traveling for work so that I can do it. Because I, acti- I actively enjoy it. I am one of those people, usually. I am a, like, let me come over and help you go through the stack of mail you can't deal with. Let me come over and set up your kitchen. I just... Yeah. There's just so much to do <laughs> in life. That's that's fair. That's fair. I totally, I totally get it. <laughs> I, I mean, like, yeah, on, on the... Um, Mavis's parents come and take Quentin on Fridays. Um, which gives me, you know, like a bit of a day off from baby watching, which is great. But what that means in practice is that I, I get a lot of work done, and get I also run errands like a motherfucker. And so, yeah, like there's, it's just there's there's so much to do, and tasks just keep appearing. Life. Why so many tasks? Why you do this, life? I, I don't know. This is good. These are good questions. Perhaps we should find out how our guest has been doing. Yeah. We have a new guest. 
everybody please welcome my excellent friend Rachel. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel, if we if you had to introduce yourself to someone, how would you go about doing that? Not 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 to mention, you know, a listener who can only hear your voice. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. I live in Los Angeles and I uh, for work, I build web applications that sit on top of data science models. And for fun, I hang out with my pet cockatiel. Who is named Bjord? It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, Rachel is one of my smartest friends, which is uh-huh. saying something because I have a lot of smart friends, but it, I think it's true. And no one can disabuse me of this notion. Perfect. <laughs> 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 Should we perhaps explain what we're all doing here. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Uh, here's what's going on. If you have not listened to this podcast before, what's happening is I've written down all of my dumb ideas for an entire decade, and now my friends get to look at them because there might be something good in there. That means that if you, the listener, hear an idea that you like, you should take it. It's yours to run with. I just want credit. I want to cut. Rachel, what is the first thing in the pile? First thing in the pile. Um, so I um, saw this. There was about um, a book compendium of all space messages. <gasps> yes. I'm very excited about. <laughs> yes. Okay. The, so this was an idea that I had for a book that somebody needs to write, which is, uh, uh, yeah, uh, like somebody needs to write a book that just uh, it collects not only all of the messages that we have beamed into space on purpose, but why. Um, like you know, like I, I want I want interviews with the people who did it, and I want to mm-hmm. know like what you know, just sort of like what your rationale was, because there was like a very very brief radio lab piece about this, where um, okay, so <laughs> this is actually why why I want the book to include interviews with people, because one of them was somebody um, decided to do like a musical in Klingon, and. <laughs> Uh, they they made a commercial for it also in Klingon and they beamed it into space. Why not? But, but like, I just I want to I want to I want an interview with those guys. Like, w- w- why? Because because Klingons. <laughs> That's all I got. But but but, but as as the Radio Lab episode pointed out, whoever gets it will probably think that we're declaring war on them. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I yeah i just i gotta know i like so I, it, and to my knowledge i don't think this book has been written but uh i i need i need somebody to tackle it um I, uh, yeah somebody had a pretty excellent tweet going around about how the first things we sent into space were unsolicited nudes a mixtape and an invitation back to our place and how <laughs> quintessentially human that was that's amazing <laughs> but it turns out we've also sent like a declaration of war in Klingon so uh, yeah yeah <laughs> great so, so yeah I just I need that book to exist because I want to read it have you read um the dark the dark forest that's that that's the second in the um uh, in the Chijin Lu trilogy right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I read the three body problem and it was interesting, but um, I I read a. <laughs> this is going to sound strange. Um, uh, Warren Ellis, who is a comic book writer, um, has a newsletter, and he sent as part of one of his messages um, a review of the, the third book, which made it mm. sound really like a giant bummer. 
And so I decided not to <laughs> read the other two. <laughs> That's fair. Um, the third one is a giant bummer. I actually wound up finishing it. This is a very strange thing, but I was in the middle of the Bolivian desert and I was in a car that had broken down without any cell service or GPS service and really anything. And so we were sitting uh, in the dark in the desert with the temperature plummeting. It was probably around 20 degrees and we weren't sure if anyone was going to find us before the moment. And that's the situation in which I was finishing that book which kind of right. concludes with like the, the the destruction of the known universe and like there's no upset it's just it's it's done and it's just like oh god i i have to know how this desert story ends though i mean obviously yeah. you you are alive now but what what ended yeah. up happening <laughs> um well it turns out like Thank God we were caravanning with this other car and they basically, you know, they told us they'd be back in 45 minutes and then three and a half hours later, they did come back <laughs> and they did find us and they did drive, you know, the, the second car was empty and so we all got into it and then um, were able to, to drive to our destination and they came back for the broken down car in the morning. Um, Incredible. But yeah, you know, I was definitely like, okay, how many like granola bars do I have in my bag on the roof of the car? Like, how much water? How much water can I survive? <laughs> that that is a calculation that I bet not many people actually need to make in earnest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I could definitely make it a day. Like, <laughs> I'll just like cuddle up on these strangers. Like, we'll be fast friends by the end of it. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, the reason I bring this up is that the, the second book is kind of about this idea of sort of sending messages into space and why it, you know, we definitely, uh, with the Voyager, we put it out there and we're like, yes, this will be so awesome. We'll like announce that we exist in the universe. But the book's premise is like, maybe that's not a good idea. <laughs> and that maybe by announcing your location, you open yourself up to attacks from other people in this world. So, yeah, kind of, kind of interesting thought. Um, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Really need to like, like, was it a good idea to provide directions back home? <laughs> totally. Yeah. No. This this gets, it gets this is a theme that gets explored a lot. I feel like. Did you ever read um, the Forge of God by Greg Bear? Oh no, I didn't. Oh, it's it, it's good, but the um, the sequel is really where it shines, which is called Anvil of Stars. Um, I without any. Like I think you should like go pick those up because they are they're great. Thanks for the rec. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I think those two are my favorite in that particular sort of science fiction subgenre. Besha, do you have any in the subgenre of oh shit? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, but I was just thinking about uh, Terry Bisson's story Meat. Oh God. <laughs> A classic, <laughs> just, which is sort of the opposite. It's 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 we accidentally warned them off because it turns out we're just too disgusting. <laughs> oh, they're made of meat, but how do they talk? Well, they flap air through their meat. <laughs> they, <laughs> they can even sort of sing by squirting air through their meat. It's it's. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's it's a it's a masterpiece. <laughs> okay, well, let us move on. What what is the next item on the list? Uh, next, I was looking at the Middle American horror movie shoot. 
Oh. Middle American horror movie. Huh. What category is that under? <laughs> uh, it's under photo. Okay. I I must have had an idea for a photo shoot that was Middle American horror movie. What does that even mean? Past me. What? <laughs> I mean, I interpreted it. If you want to know, um, it's basically, you know, there's so much coastal elitism represented in our entertainment industry, and like, wouldn't it be amazing <laughs> if we had the Middle America? <laughs> but then I was like, you know, on one hand, that's like. Yeah, go Middle American. On the other hand, I'm like, what if it's just corn? Yeah, <laughs> entire no. corn-themed horror movie shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, right? Like, like the Children of the Corn already covered that. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> although, to be honest with you, I have never seen Children of the Corn. So, I yeah, same. So, we could pretend it didn't exist. And, and just, then, what if we did a Middle America horror movie shoot? I love it. All right, <laughs> I. Uh, I mean, I think I think in this day and age, any such thing would probably need to involve Trump voters, just just by default. And I I don't want to think about those people any longer than I really have to. There's a Karen lurking around the corner. Oh God, that, that by itself, you know what? That that would that would in and of itself constitute um, plenty of fodder for a horror movie, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> But but uh, yeah, but um, like all of the all of the ideas that are tagged with photo are well, theoretically supposed to be for photo shoots of some sort. So I I don't know. I, past me must have had a really great idea about why the, I. This is the problem with that with a, with a, an archive of ideas that spans a decade, um, and I assume there's nothing in the notes field on that row, right? Like. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, sorry, photo shoot idea. Oh, oh great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, past John. <laughs> huh, okay, well, you know, they, they uh, that one I guess we'll have to, yeah, hmm, all right. <laughs> well, what else was there on the spreadsheet? I know there are, at last count, um, by the way, I feel like this thing is, I think, just a, just a hair over 800 lines long. So just be aware, listener, that that is the depth and, and breadth of this sort of like this pile that Rachel had to just sort of, <laughs> sort of switch. This is what we're working with here. <laughs> exactly. So the next one I think I'm into because I don't have kids and I probably will never have kids. The idea is a midi baby doll. A midi? Whoa. Huh. Yeah, I also uh, like like the, like the, like a musical instrument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby doll. There isn't by any chance anything in the notes for this, is there? Nope. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> okay, okay. So it I, it must be it must be a baby. Maybe okay. It's a doll in the shape of a baby that is also a MIDI interface. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't know. Maybe by poking. Or, or moving the baby in some way, it 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 it's, uh, it sends signals, or or it's the reverse, or it's a doll for babies to play with that is a MIDI interface, so you can oh okay yeah so like um uh because like there's a lot of baby toys out there that make really annoying noises right, but um if it's a if it's a MIDI interface you can set it presumably to make. Um, you know, you could, you could, you have to rig it up to, uh, you know, like 
a, an actual – I guess it must be – it would have to be wireless. It's, it's Bluetooth or something because mm-hmm. um, you don't want there to be cords, right? So um, it's – yeah, it's, it's, it's a <laughs> – and then the sounds that it makes, you can set, you know, like which instrument set you want it to – what you want to come out of the speakers. So it doesn't have to make noises that are annoying to you. Like it could be <laughs> piano. Or strings, or just drum hits. Baby's or, first 808. <laughs> so, sorry, say so I said baby's first 808. <laughs> if you wave its little arm, it's like boom, boom, boom. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I I don't know which one of these I like better. Because um, <laughs> they're kind of like the exact reverse of each other. So... Yeah, I guess we'll have to let the market decide. <laughs> the guiding hand of the idea market. Yes, somebody out there is going to have to make both, and then we'll just see how they do financially. Pit them against each other. I mean, they have different <laughs> they have different target markets, so this is going to be hard. Sure. I, mean, it's just, I guess we'll just go by raw sales. Let's just <laughs> – all right. What, what was the next thing that caught your eye? All right, next up, a uh, planetarium sex soundtrack video. <gasps> Okay, this might take some explaining. Oh, I, I don't just I don't a know bit. It does. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> I, I, what, like, there's, there should be, um, like, every science museum that has a planetarium should rent it out for the purposes of just like. If people just want to get it on, yeah, like during like, you know, not only that, but there should be, there should be like a planetarium. What do they call those? Like a planetarium video or whatever um, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. like that is specifically geared to be uh, nice to bang to. And (laughs) there should also be an accompanying, um, there should also be accompanying music. So, uh, I mean, I feel like it would be a a moneymaker just putting it out there. Somebody should try it. I completely agree. I mean, sort of like love hotels, but for sciencey people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like what an epic place. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, they, they don't even need to advertise it on their own website, right? Like, just just something that you know pops up on. I, I actually don't know where you would find it. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, you know, like I feel like it should just be something that that gets around by word of mouth. Like, hey, have you ever wanted to? Uh, <laughs> Just say, you know, because we could, uh, right? Like, it yeah, just, yeah. Just, just becomes a thing that gradually everybody knows about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I, I grew up in Albuquerque and they do a thing called First Fractal Fridays, where they used to have the first Friday of every month, they would show fractal videos in the planetarium. Nice. And I feel like, you know, that's basically the video that I want. So we just need like some musical accompaniment. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, right? You gotta go to Albuquerque. You're missing out. God damn, yeah, do they still do it? Um, I'm not sure. I haven't looked in a couple of years. <laughs> I mean, well, I, that, that's so Like, Why didn't this catch on nationwide across all planetariums? That's I know, right? It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. I think there was just like one guy who was like super into fractals and like convinced the local planetarium that he should show them. Yeah, because I I've never I've never heard. I mean, huh? I have a friend who used to work at the Cal Academy of Sciences, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I should ask her if she ever heard about something like that mm-hmm. at their little planetarium. Dang. <laughs> All right. Well, that's huh. yeah. Seriously. 
<laughs> All right. What's next on the list? Um, what's next that grabbed my eye is the, uh, the Star Trek body wash. <laughs> <laughs> John, what the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. Is there is there anything in the notes field for this one? Oh God, no. <laughs> Does it make you okay. smell like Star Trek? I, you know what I think that it might be. I think it would it would have to be geared towards specific um, characters, or or uh, yeah, there would definitely be a Riker themed one. Uh-huh. Um, there would be a Picard themed one. There would be there'd be one that was data themed for people who want to smell like an android. Whatever that means. <laughs> Ozone. Right? I don't I don't know what it I would plastic smell. Yeah. 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 Or, or or there could be there could be um, different ones that are maybe scented for different races. You know, like um, like body wash for Klingons, or I don't know. I, I don't, what else? What else would – does anybody really want to smell like a Vulcan? I'd be so reserved. It'd be amazing. <laughs> I, yeah. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of – I mean their planet is mostly desert I feel like. So uh, anyway, yeah. So, or or um, would, it be, would it be crazy to theme a body wash by – just by series? Like does, does, do you think DS9 <laughs> smells different from Voyager? Ooh. I mean yeah, definitely. Probably. I imagine DS9 smelling kind of sweaty. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I don't know why. Like sweaty, but also maybe like kind of like a little spicy. Mm hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Very, very rich. You know, like Voyager would just be like metallic. Mm. (laughs) Highly possible. I, I feel like this was done in cologne form where like somebody tried to make a Kirk Cold. There was there was like there was like three different fragrances. I think one of them was literally called Red Shirt. And yes, like it was it was it was you know for for people for um for that seemingly endlessly voracious market for people who want original recipe themed merchandise. But I'm I'm a TNG and later guy, so that you know I'm just there's there's a there's a wide open field. Oh. It shirtless Kirk cologne for men. Yeah. Okay. See. Oh. Yeah. Oh wow. The tagline but- is "Set phasers to stunning." <laughs> <laughs> I think we can do better. Yeah, I th- I think so. I mean, I th- I think that yeah, I think the Riker body wash would be, yeah. um, would be where we're where we're going to aim first. But I am not sure what exactly that should smell like. And I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that up to somebody else to decide. <laughs> Maybe not anybody. You know, I mean, we'll just we'll we'll, we'll I'll, I'll be happy to take suggestions from listeners. <laughs> just <laughs> okay. <laughs> Star Trek body wash. All right. What? <laughs> how many have we have we gone through so far? I feel like we can do one. I feel like we should be able to do one more. Yeah. One more. Okay. Um. So last one. Alternate slogans for OK Cupid. <laughs> Did I have any? No. Welcome up with some. Damn it! I I must have had some good ones. <laughs> Otherwise, why would I write that down? On the other hand, fucking god damn it! Who who even knows? Here's the problem. I I was an OK Cupid user for like years. 
so like I, I mean I saw them go through a number of changes. Like you used to be able to friend people. You could leave testimonials. Mm-hmm. There was like a, a mm-hmm. whole kind of social network component to it for a while there. Um, so I, I don't know for what era uh, this alternate slogan proposal would have been for. Yeah. I'm trying to think of their – I know that they've done Dating Deserves Better pretty recently. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think maybe their slogan should just be, we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> still a thing. Presumably. I don't really know. I've not needed it for some time. So I, I really miss the their um, blog yeah. back, back mm, in the day. The, My, really the best was the line, uh, the currency of the internet is human ignorance. And frankly, our database holds a strong cash position. <laughs> so good. Did you did you read the book? Uh-uh. Oh, it was great. It was great. I keep I I I um I brought it one year as a as a gift to a uh a Yankee swap party and um I always regret not getting another copy just for myself. Like I should just get one. Uh Dataclism, it's called. It's great. A plus would recommend. You can hear me adding it to my uh my Goodreads to read list right now. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the personality test. I feel like it was way better on that site than yeah. other ones. That might have been the like why I joined initially. Yeah, it was the reason why I joined. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I wanted to like compare myself with friends. <laughs> exactly. And then I was like, oh no, I'm on a dating site. Ugh. <laughs> 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 they used to let you write your own quizzes. Yeah. Oh, and that's your, own, right. your own questions. I, I mean, I, I was going to say, like, I'd almost be curious to see what it's like now, but I'm, I'm really not. I'm, I'm good with having, having jumped out of the dating pool forever. I, <laughs> I actually like. I had an account that was just sort of a hello. I'm here. I'm in a relationship, and I ended up deleting it when they announced that everybody had to use their real names. Oh, yeah, and I wrote them a really nasty closing message about um what a disservice they were doing to their users and how they fundamentally didn't understand what they had not that i have strong feelings Mm -hmm. about okcupid or anything (laughs) i do (laughs) wow though that i wonder if that was in some way an effort to like to to make all of the all the dude users calm down i uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> crazy ones are going to stay crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, true. True. Okay. Then. <laughs> Actually, the reason that I had to delete my OkCupid account, mm. not the reason I had to, but the reason that made me decide I didn't need this is that um, I had a username that was personally identifiable. And at some point I got a message from some guy who contacted me to tell me that I had let a domain name expire. Oh my and God. That I was an idiot. And I didn't understand that it was going to get, be harder to get the domain name back. And I need to really work harder at keeping up on renewing it. And I was like, oh well, that's, my God. that's, I let it lapse intentionally. Like get the fuck away from me. <laughs> oh my God. That was, that's what, what? That, I, oh. uh, and I've never spoken to this person. I didn't have any connection to them. <laughs> this, like, that I, is I some top-shelf negging right there. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, that's your opening gambit? Like, what? what? <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I, I don't know. Why are we like this? 
And by we, I mean men. Why are we... Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, uh, we have now reached that part of the podcast where one of us gives a terrible recommendation or we showcase an idea from our guest. Does anybody have a terrible recommendation or an idea of their own? I have a terrible recommendation. Oh, incredible. (laughs) When your partner says we don't need to hire movers, you go along with that. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, you did move, so at least it did happen. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's I. I agree. That is that is maybe a terrible recommendation. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like my terrible recommendation is always here's a fucking stupid thing I did recently. <laughs> And the very first terrible recommendation we ever had in our first episode with Kate, you said terrible recommendation, and Kate said, naked dodgeball. (laughs) She had that ready to go. She was ready, and I I will never match that. Neither will I. I'll just be like, I did a dumb thing. Here it is. Yeah. Yeah, that that's pretty much the the source of all of mine as well. <laughs> it's now it's time to tell everybody where we can be found on the internet. For me, uh, thanks to my friend Jen, who's Jennifer Marie on Twitter, you can find links to my Twitter, Instagram, and highly entertaining newsletter all in one place at flavor.country. Go there now. You can find me on Twitter as Besha, B-E-S-H-A. And I've recently remembered that I have written some extremely snarky reviews on Goodreads where you can find me as Besha also. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you can find me pretty much everywhere on the internet as Rachel Banks. Excellent. If you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe to the show by searching for Idea Factory Giveaway in your podcast app of choice and let John know if it doesn't pop up. If you're already there, please leave us a five-star rating and or a nice review because it would help us out a lot. If you've already done that, why not tell a friend about us? Right now there are 14 ratings in iTunes. Hey! I want to thank everybody who has made that happen. And perhaps wonder if maybe we can take it to 20? 20? I feel like that's an achievable dream. I feel like it is. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you've heard an idea you like, go ahead and do it. I just want credit. And I want to cut. Do-do. Do-do. Do-do.